You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. I think the top story for pretty much anyone related to the veterinary industry and quite a few people not is biotech company Loyal has announced it has moved one step closer to bringing a life-extending drug for canines to market. The FDA wrote in a letter sent to the company that the data you provided are sufficient to show that there is a reasonable expectation of effectiveness. The drug, which Loyal's had declined to identify for proprietary reasons, has met one of the requirements for expanded conditional approval, which is a fast-tracked authorization for animal drugs that fulfill unmet health needs and require difficult clinical trials. The drug's not yet available to pet owners, and the FDA still has to review the company's safety and manufacturing data, but conditional approval, which Loyal hopes to receive in 2026, would allow the company to begin marketing the drug for canine life extension even before a large clinical trial is completed. Now, this was a top story across many large publications, and the birdbath being a little one is just another to join the fray here, but New York Times, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, CBS, and a mountain of others jumped onto this, making sure that we all understand how important our animals' lives are to us here in the veterinary industry. So really cool to see Loyal getting this kind of recognition. The team from Loyal had a panel at the Veterinary Innovation Summit, but did a pretty good job of keeping their cards quite close to their chest when talking about how close they were to such an incredible announcement by the FDA. Mackenzie was recently quoted by saying, the extreme phenotypic variety found in dogs is not natural. It's the result of intensive breeding by humans to create dogs that excelled at tasks such as herding, protecting, and companionship. At Loyal, we see the short lifespan of big dogs not as inevitable, but as a genetically associated disease caused by historical artificial selection and therefore amendable to targeting and treatment with a drug. I'm super excited as the owner of two large dogs, both golden retrievers. I would love to see this medication come to market. In further questions, Loyal was talking about potential pricing and said it's not a drug just for billionaire pet owners, but they're hoping to see it in the double digits price point monthly cost. So we'll continue to stay on top of this. Obviously, a huge story here, and we'll know more in the coming, hopefully, months and years. A price point that was not just double digits, but triple millions of digits was PetVisor raised $100 million of strategic investment. The investment was led by private equity firm Apex Digital, and other investing partners included North Carolina-based equity firm Frontier Growth and New York-based Peakspan Capital. Now, this is Apex's first investment into the veterinary space, but PetVisor's initial investor, Frontier, has a pretty interesting portfolio. Uh, They previously exited a human telehealth company to Teladoc, for a large sum, and they currently are invested in Jane Software, which is a human healthcare practice management software. Over the past two years, PetVisor has been on a buying and growth spree. They've purchased and unified quite a few companies in this short amount of time. Companies like PetDesk, Contact, WhiskerCloud, VetStory, and Groomer.io. I, for one, would not be surprised if we see more acquisitions from PetVisor using this $100 million. 
and perhaps even a homegrown offering that connects this very portfolio that they have that reaches many different touch points within a veterinary clinic. Another big sale that happened was Rover Group. Rover has announced it has entered into a definitive agreement to be acquired by private investment firm Blackstone for $2.3 billion. Yes, $2.3 billion. Now, Rover touts themselves as the world's largest network of five-star pet sitters and dog walkers, offering overnight services including boarding, in-home pet sitting, as well as daytime services with doggy daycare, dog walk, drop-in visits, and Rover says that they have over 500,000 sitters on the platform. The merger has been approved by Rover's board of directors and is expected to close in the first quarter of 2024. The terms showed a major win for Rover stockholders with a premium of 61% over the current share price. Blackstone is not in any way short of capital. They're said to be the world's largest asset manager with over $1 trillion in assets everywhere from equity, real estate, public debt, and life sciences, among many other. Blackstone hasn't had much success, though, previously in the veterinary space. They do have an ownership stake in Pinnacle Pet Foods. Finally, a story that we covered a couple weeks ago but continues to gain steam is the discussion around the canine respiratory disease outbreak. Cornell University College of Veterinary Medicine has jumped up and has taken on investigating the canine respiratory syndrome through a rapid response research project. They have a grant that's working to cover diagnostic testing on a limited number of acute cases, but they're not planning to cover any of the support of treatment of these sick dogs. Brian Collins, a veterinarian from the Canine Health Center at Cornell College of Veterinary Medicine, told Pop Science that we really don't want people to panic. Respiratory disease in dogs is nothing new. But there may be times when it seems like we're seeing more disease than usual. We're trying to keep a very open mind and are considering bacteria and viruses that we're familiar with, as well as novel ones. This cautious approach is something that we've seen across quite a few different reports. I, for one, was panicked and worried, and then my concerns were tampered down by reading some more reports on the true scale of what's actually happening. But as it continues to happen and there's not a unified vision of what is causing this outbreak, I personally get a little worried and then get a little less worried as each day goes by. We here at The Birdbath, though, are not trying to cause any paranoia or any panic amongst anyone, but we really think it could be interesting to be able to continue to track this and keep up to date. Uh, you can definitely reach out to the Cornell University College of Veterinary Medicine to help them tackle this outbreak and report some of those cases and see if you can participate in some of that research grant. The Birdbath is also hitting the road this week with the first stop at Pet Care Innovation USA in Los Angeles. Pet Care Innovation USA is a unique show because they bring together a lot of innovators as well as investors and strategic partners to find an opportunity to be able to grow and scale newer and fast growing businesses across the industry. They have over 450 senior executives and 180 startups from across the entire pet care ecosystem. There's a heavy component of the conference that's focused on networking, and I found their platform pretty interesting. When you sign up, you get an opportunity to go in there, see who else is attending, and create some one-on-one -on -one meetings to be able to really maximize and utilize the time that you're doing there. It's a, it's a neat way to be able to increase things. It's something that we see 
uh, on a smaller scale, but in a different aspect with Vet Forum. And I'm pretty excited to see what Pet Care Innovation brings. I know Casco Research does a great job in previous events, so this is going to be my first time attending and I'm looking forward to it. Right after that, though, we're going to jet up the coast to plug and play Silicon Valley Summit. They're setting aside all day Thursday for ag tech and animal health. So it's going to be a neat opportunity to not only participate in some early stage startup conversations with ag tech and animal health companies, but they also have multiple other verticals with people doing enterprise and AI, fintech food and beverage, Internet of Things, and many other very important things that I'm excited to hear about. So if you're going to be at the Pet Care Innovation USA in Los Angeles this week, or if you're going to be up in Silicon Valley on Thursday, we look forward to seeing you and make sure you say hi. And for more on these and other great stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. There's always a link in our bio. And don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week.